Hello. Hello, mate. You all right? Yeah, I'm good, mate. I'm good. Yeah. All right, as you can hear, got another guest. This is another fighter that's fighting in the eight-man tournament at Cage Warriors on April 7th. It's uh, Jack Eglin. Did I say that right? Yeah, yeah. All right. Perfect. I've introduced Jack. I'm going to um, say a bit about himself now. He's going to say to his little info, and then we'll take it from there. Uh, hi, guys. I'm Jack Eglin. I'm... Uh, 18 years of age. I fight out of Dragon's Lair, MMA, and Melksham. Um, and I'm four and three. Good lad. Obviously, I've heard of you, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, speaking to Brad Scott. Obviously, training with the UFC fighter. Yeah. And a good coach like uh, Stu. It's, yeah. Uh, it's got to you with a bit of confidence. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But I think I think our gym's definitely the 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 best in the southwest, without a doubt. So. I know, I know. No one round here is getting any better training than me. So yeah, I've uh, I've been obviously I've been talking to your head coach too, yep. and uh, he's been telling me that you've also got also got three guy other guys fighting on the card as well, or is it uh, two other guys? Two other yourself? guys. Yeah, two other, two other guys, guys yeah. including yourself. So yeah, it's uh, a lot coming from your gym. Yeah, it's, it's good because uh, we're all we're all fighting it the same way, um, so we can all prepare with each other. It's good because we can like push each other, talk about the fights. Um, so yeah, and it, and it, it helps because then you've got when you're cutting weight, you've got two other people with you who are also cutting. So it's it's nice, it's good. Yeah, so that's one of the questions that I've been given on social media and stuff like that. Um, do you find weight cutting hard? And oh, it's does it affect you as much as what trying to stay at the same weight as what you normally would fight at? So obviously 125 pounds, trying to walk around it as close to that. Yeah. Or... Um. Well, it's not easy by by any means. Like my last my last cut, I did eight kilos in the week of the fight. Yeah. So it's not <laughs> it's not it's not easy, but like it's it's all part of it. Do you know what I mean? But I, I'm definitely going to go up a weight class after this tournament. I think, depending on how hard it is. Um, if it's as hard as the last one, I'm going to go up. But it's like I I I remember in my first couple of fights, I don't think I even cut weight. I think I had. McDonald's like the morning of the, the weigh <laughs> the morning the morning of the weighing and I was still underweight, do you know what I mean? So Yeah. Yeah, it's it's getting used to the cuts. They they don't get any easier, but you no. know what to expect, sort of thing. You know what you're yeah. going into. So see I've done a bit of training before and I know how hard weight cuts are and how ridiculous they can be. I uh I lost a stone and a half in a week. Oh, freaking hell. <laughs> yeah, and I almost ended up having horrific. a heart attack. So. <laughs> it's not nice, so, it's not nice. Yeah, as you heard, I think you listened to my podcast with Prada. Yeah, we were yeah. talking about that as well, and he said pretty much the same. Yeah, but, yeah. horrific. I hate weight cutting, it sucks. Yeah, it's uh, like uh, people talk to me now about dieting, and I'm just like, look, try and do as little as possible as you can. Yeah. If you can stay at a comfortable weight, and if you're going to cut a few pounds then cut a few pounds but yeah don't, don't go over do... the top yeah yeah it's like i like i've got my sister she's fighting in uh june um oh. and she's got a gain weight and she and we, me and brad were actually talking yesterday yesterday night about like crave when you're cutting weight and you're craving the food that you really want you can't have it <laughs> and, she, and she tried jumping in on the conversation like oh yeah i know it's really hard even like i'm like you've never cut weight you don't understand <laughs> yeah you've got to put on when you're cutting. yeah it's horrific yeah, so that'll bring me to like one of the questions I've been asked as well. What are you most looking forward to eating after April seventh? Well, um, I do it every time I fought in Colchester. I fought there. I think it's like this might be my fifth time fighting there now. 
Um, there's a place called Love Thy Burger All in right. the centre of Colchester. The best burger I've ever had <laughs> in my life. I think it, I don't know if it's just because I I always eat it after a weight cut. Like it's usually the first thing I'll go and eat after yeah. a couple of like once I'm rehydrating stuff. That's the first place I go, and it is amazing. Like you cannot beat it. <laughs> it's good. So yeah. Uh, well, I'm hoping to try and get to the event. So hopefully we can. Uh... Trying to figure out, I'm going to ask the same question to, to all you guys and hopefully I'll find out the best restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you, if, you, uh, if, you, if you want, you got, you got to come to Love Thy Burger. If you're there, you can come, you, you can tag along with us, you can jump yeah. in with us. Yeah, I'll end up coming back about 20 stone. A hundred percent. You could do five of their burgers. <laughs> so another question. Uh, what would you like your fans and followers to know about you? Um... I think I, I think what you see is what you get with me, so you sort of know what you're gonna get. Like I'm quite laid back, chill, uh, like banter, like like having a laugh and that. But when it's come t- time to be serious, I'm serious. When it's time to have fun, I'm fun. So yeah. Uh, so another one. What sort of music do you listen to to get yourself focused and ready? So if you're backstage or in the, the locker room when you've got your raps and stuff on, do you have your headphones on or do you just sit and chat or um I do a your... bit I do I do a bit of both. So like but I mean the main the main music I listen to is either hip hop, grime, stuff like that. Brad hates it, my country <laughs> hates it. They, they, I'm not I'm not allowed to listen to it in the car. I'm not allowed to listen to it when I cut weight, so I have to have headphones. But yeah, I listen to mainly hip hop, rap, grime, stuff like that. Cool. So, uh, obviously, you've had seven fights. Uh, yeah. Got back in there. I've just seen it on Tapology. Obviously, you won your first three. First four. First four. Yeah, yeah. One of them's not on there. But oh, yeah, right, first yeah. four. So yeah, first four. And obviously, confidence is a bit knocked. We're coming off three losses. It must be hard. Um, uh, it's not actually knocked. To be fair, like my confidence is through the roof. I've learned so much from them losses. Like it's I, I I my confidence has never gone down at all. I'm probably just I'm probably more confident now than I was when I was on a four fight win sheet. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I can uh, when you, your explanation there, yeah, I can understand. Obviously, you've realised what you did if you what you did wrong, yeah, um, and made up that mistake. And obviously, it must have been really hard learning from the first mistake to if you made the same mistake again or a similar one. Yeah. And then, obviously, that bringing you down a little bit. To, yeah. Uh, and then having it again, which I, could, I, I can't even imagine how you must have felt. But obviously, then in yourself, you still know you're getting better and better with yeah. what you're learning yeah. and stuff. So, yeah, for you to say confidence, it's, it was a bit of a shock to me. Uh, but, yeah, yeah uh, confidence is everything in this game. and 100%. Like... My, I, I think I look the way I look at it is amateurs are learning. Like it's all about learning. I would rather be making the mistakes I'm making, like that I've been making in the fights now, yeah. than when I go pro and it actually matters. Do you know what I mean? Like you, like you could go what I could. Well, when I win this tournament, I'll go what seven, seven and three. So, like I could, I could probably go pro off that. That's what ten fights. Yeah. But I, I want to get, I want to get as many fights in as possible. 
Um, well, obviously you're still young as well. Yeah, obviously. yeah, yeah. 100%. You're only eighteen. So. I'm not even like I'm not even go. I've not even got my man strength or, or anything like that yet. I'm not even got. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not weak. Like you, you grapple with me. I'm not. I'm not weak. Like I, I hold my own. But I'm not even got my man strength yet. I don't even know what's what weight class I'm probably going to end up fighting at. Cause I still don't know how much more I'm going to grow. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not. I'm not fussed. Confidence. Well, confidence is key for me. So. You be 18, and like you say, you want to get as much experience as you can. Uh, brings me on to one of the other guys. So, um, take it out, you are obviously Ashley Kilbington. Kilbington. Yeah, yeah, he's like he's old enough to be my fucking granddad. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! I'm older than him. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, obviously, he's near on almost ten years older than you. Do you think, obviously, your age will have a part to play if, obviously, if you do get matched up? Um, uh. I don't know because I, I to youth be honest, over I experience, so to speak. Um, yeah, I know. Well, I think I'm probably the most one of the most experienced, if not the most experienced in in the tournament. If you count all my kickboxing, my K1, and my boxing, yeah. I've had a, I've had almost like forty. Like if you include in the Cubs as a fight, I've had almost like all over forty fights now. Yeah. So like, our, our experience isn't a thing. Um, the only thing I could see coming in is. Because he's a lot older, yeah. Um, is the man strength? Maybe that might be something, but I don't know because I haven't, I haven't fought him. But I can't, I can't see any of them in the tournament causing me a problem at all. See, that was what I was going to say as well. Obviously, we've got in the tournament uh, two fighters that are undefeated. Uh, yeah. Ashley being one of them, uh, Robbie Brown, one of them. I've literally. We've had a bad connection. I've just had a little chat with Robbie. I'm going to go back to it. And like you said, when you win this tournament, he said exactly the same. And obviously, Ashley and Robbie, their confidence is sky high. Ashley's yeah. 7 and 0, undefeated. And Robbie's 8 and 0, and undefeated. Yeah. Are you going to let that play a part on you? Or How anything no. like that? No. That, that doesn't matter. They could, they could be 7 and 0 before absolute bums. The only guy I know that. Um... Ashley's four is Elliot Hoy. He's he's a he's pretty legit. He's he's a good guy. Um, but Robbie, I've never heard of any of the guy. I have well, I haven't actually watched any of them, but I've seen like brief things on him, and I have never heard of any of the guys he's fought. Yeah, see, so obviously it's quite a big circuit as well. Because I could I could easily take ten fights against ten absolute retards. To, sorry, do you know what I mean? And I could be ten and zero right now. Yeah. Like it's who you're fighting. It's the caliber of guys you're fighting. Yeah. Like my last three fights have been against ranked guys. Yeah. I know see. I haven't won them, but I have put uh, like I've, I've not put a bad performance on. I've and just you've got had caught. that experience. Yeah. I've, in I've just got caught fighting like, ranked guys. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, brings me on to another question. Obviously, like you were saying, uh, like when well, when you said when you win the tournament, uh, yeah. you'll go seven and four, seven and three. So, yeah. Uh, you could go pro off that. When do you see yourself going pro? Or are you just going to take your time with it? Obviously, because you're only um, 18, you've got so much time to gain, so yeah. much more experience, more yeah. strength, more knowledge. Even, like you said, even decide if you're going to go upper weight class, what have yeah. you. Because you're 18, you've got so much choices, really, in yeah. what you do. Um, not saying you will or you won't, but even if you don't win the tournament, obviously you've still got time to build on what you've already built on. Yeah, like exactly. you said, you could go and fight ten guys that are bums, and then yeah. your, your amateur record goes to ten and four. Yeah. So 
it's when do you see yourself making this step to pro or is it you going to wait or um I, I, it's when it's when my coaches say like so when Brad says when he thinks I'm ready or when Stu thinks I'm ready when they when they agree when they think I'm ready is when I'll go pro yeah like cool. yeah I, it's it's not up like people would probably think oh it's up it's up to me but I, I when they say when they think I'm ready is when I'll go pro like, plus obviously if you say you go there on April 7th, you win the tournament, and you say, right, that's it, I'm buzzing, I've done this, I'm um, on the records as this, I've got this belt, all this, that, and the other, I'm seven and four, my next fight, I'm going pro, and they completely disagree with it, and you could lose a whole gym. Yeah. It could um, be. I would never say, I wouldn't do that anyway. No, I'm not saying you but, would, I mean, no, just no, like, yeah, it, yeah. you could, like, someone could turn around and say that, uh, it is the possibility of you could lose your whole gym and they could turn yeah. around and say, right, well, if that's think, your way, we're not going to support you because we don't yeah. think you're ready. You're yeah. sort of on your own. Well, I, th- I think if, um, if, if if you're at a gym that's like that and if you don't, like, if I feel like I'm ready to go pro and they don't, then if you're not listening to your coaches and the people from the outside who actually care for you and see, like see your future and they're helping you guide you towards there and you're not listening to them you're not just a shit student you're just a tool do you know what I mean you have to listen to the guys that are around you not just yourself it's all good listening to yourself with certain things but you have to listen to other people you have to get insight from certain people before you make a big step like that going pro is a big thing yeah so you don't you don't dangerous thing as well it's not just it's not good. not just all about the money and the fame and stuff it's the majority of it's about your health yeah, when I t- when I turn when you turn pro, that's when you have to say right now I've got dr- you've got to drop everything. Yeah, that's that's now how you're making a living. That's that's a big thing yeah, to you, me. Anyway, to me you, it's a big thing. So I need to know I'm ready and I've got ev- I've got everything under my belt before I do that. So. Well, yeah, it's two foot in or or not yeah. at all. You, you yeah, can't. I'm not, I'm not you can't half ass it. it sort of thing. Yeah, it's not exactly, something you can. Exactly. You can. It's not something you can fuck about with. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Even an amateur to me, it's yes, obviously it's a serious sport. It's 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 a dangerous sport, even an amateur. So yeah, you well, people don't realize when you're actually in there. Like I know it's not like you won't. It'll rarely happen, but when you're in there, you are technically sort of putting yourself on the line. Oh yeah, uh... you're you're getting punched in the head or kicked in the face. You know what I mean? It's a it's a big thing. You've got you've got to know you've done everything to prepare. Well, to yeah, prepare yourself for that situation. That's and the that's, way that's I see what, it. That's, it's uh, that's sort of I'm like so a confident. fight to the death. Like yeah. how it's, it's called, yeah. come from, like fight from the gladiators. Do you know, and... Yeah, do you know what I mean? If if the ref isn't there, you like you're. I'm I'm going for the kill. Say, oh, I'm there to hurt you. When I when I fight you, I am there to hurt you. I'm not there to to like fuck about and tippy tap. I'm there to fuck you up. Yeah, exactly. Do you if know you're... what I mean? I'm not. I'm not. I'm not there to be nice and be your friend. I'm there to. Yeah, if you're you. if you're in there for cuddles, you wouldn't be locked in a cage. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. That's why we love the sport. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is I'm asking this question to everyone. This is a question for me that I think is going to boost it up a little bit and hopefully uh, get us all going for it even more. What do you think? Uh, what do you think you've got over everyone else that makes you think you're going to win this tournament? Um, I've got. Obviously, you don't everything. want to give too much everything. away. Oh, I've got yeah, I've got, I've got everything on them. There's like, don't be wrong, they're all really good guys. Like, I, as far as I'm aware, I am seeing them as the best guy. Like, 
I am seeing them as no one is better than them at the minute. So well, I'm yeah, prepared, it's a I've tournament prepared, to find out who's I, the best in the yeah, UK. I've I've prepared myself for the best of the best. So, but I they've got nothing on me. I'm better looking. I'm faster. I'm quick. <laughs> everything, everything is on my side going into this. So I, I I'm not phased at all. My confidence is sky high. Yeah, there's nothing. There's nothing any of these guys have that I'm worried about. So, I've been trained like I've been training with some of the best guys in the world. And I and I know the level I was, the level I've been training at, they have never seen before. So, I know I know I'm I'm there and I'm coming to win and I'm coming to take your head off. Any any of them, any of them, whoever I get, I'm I'm coming to take your head off. Good good. This is, this is making good listening. This is what I'm wanting. Uh, what would you like your fans or followers to know about you? Could be anything, anything, something, anything. It could be. If you like a shit chick flick film, or you like cheesy pop, or anything, anything that some people wouldn't know about you, but obviously it's don't even have to be anything like that. It's just anything that you want them to know about you. Um, I don't know. I, I'll I'll just say what you see is what you get with me. I'll just say that. Like, if you need to know something, all you got to do is look on my Facebook or my Instagram, <laughs> or you're gonna see. I I am who I am. I'm not gonna. I'm not like a fake person. Like I know a lot of people nowadays are putting on like that Conor McGregor image and yeah, like, this in, is what I was speaking yeah, to Brad like, about a lot. Like, people up, following lot, suit. Yeah, just people like on at like at you talk talk to any of my training partners. I'm cocky. I'm confident. I'm I'll talk shit. To, I'll talk shit in the gym for fuck's sake. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like I'm that's me. I'm not putting it on. I'm that is me. I'm like a cocky guy. Like all my mates are the same. We're all the same. We all banter each other. We're always always ripping ripping into each other like oh, that's me so i don't see the point in partnering act if i was a humble guy like i'm a humble guy but like do you know what i mean if i didn't talk shit i wouldn't just do it for the sake of doing it i like to talk shit that's me that's my personality so yeah what you, see, of... what you see is what you get with me i'm not a fake i'm i hate fake people that try and put an act on but yeah. i've seen guys around shows who talk all this shit uh in front of the cameras and all that but as soon as the cameras are off they shut the fuck up and they're silent they're like a little bitch do you know what I mean? If you're going to talk shit, you talk shit when the cameras are on or off. Whether there's people looking or not, do you know what I mean? You exactly. talk shit. So that, that's just me. This is one of the things I was talking to about, Brad. Everyone seems to be following suit. Like you said, with Conor McGregor, everyone's trying to wear the nice suits. They're trying to talk trash. Yeah. And now everyone's trying to talk money fights. And it's like, why are you not doing it for the love of the sport? Exactly. Like, exactly. You want to prove you're the best of the best. You want to be the best in the world. Surely that belt means more than any sort of value of money. Oh. When you've got that, but you're, give you. I think when you, like what people are forgetting is, like, I know this. You're in this not just for the love of the sport, but you are in it to make a living. But yeah. you get that belt, you're going to make a living, whether it's exactly. not as much as other people or it's more than other people. You're gonna, you are gonna make enough money off of being at the top of the game, whether it's a money fight or you're taking fights that you know you can win. Well, you are gonna, you're gonna Demetrius make that money. Johnson. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he holds the record, the current record in twenty-five years of UFC history of the most title defenses, and he's not once asked for a money fight. Guy's a beast. He's, Guy's a beast. Depending on what happens with John Jones, if he goes, then he's the pound for pound. John Jones 100%. comes back; it's their their level in the octagon. Oh uh, no, nah, not level. John Jones is definitely pound for pound number one. Yeah, but that's what oh. I mean. If he if he gets suspended, then. It's got oh, to go to Demetrius Johnson. Oh, if he comes back, that there it's John Jones. Yeah, hundred percent. In in cage actions, there's no one better. Oh but yeah. De- but Demetrius Johnson, yeah, it's, it's he's... what I mean. He's he's not asking for money fights. Like 
I've seen TJ Dillashaw turn around and say, oh, I'm not fighting him unless I get such and such a money or this, that and the other. It's and... like you've got, you've got, uh, like, you have got to earn that money. Well, like, yeah. The UFC will give you that money if they think you deserve it. Do you know what I mean? Well, TJ Dillashaw was talking all this shit and stuff like that. And Demetrius Johnson literally, plain and simple, said to him, like, do you just not want to fight me for my belt? Yeah. If you're talking all this shit, come get my belt. Doesn't matter what money's on the line. Yeah, he understands that he's got to make a living. But he's going to, like you said, he's going to make a living no matter what. Yeah. But surely having a two-division weight, uh, two, yeah, two-division champion would mean more to you than if someone said, oh, I'll get you an extra 20 grand if you just take the fight. Yeah, exactly. Like, You'll probably make that extra 20 grand just in sponsorship from winning that extra fucking bout, do you know what I mean? He'll probably make the extra 20 grand doing the press conference after exactly. the show. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like, so I think people need to just stop being all about the money, all about the money. You're, that money will come. If like, look at, like, Conor McGregor brings in the numbers. That's why he earns that money. He's he. I don't know anyone who probably works as hard as him. He does in the media. Look it, at all the media shit he does before a fight. Exactly. No one else is doing that. And all he, the stuff TJ he's doing Dillashaw outside. is not doing that. Do you know what I mean? He's asked. TJ wants all this money, but is he willing to put in all the media, all the hours of having to work your training around doing the media, like McGregor or like Ronda Rousey was doing? That's why they were the big money. Yeah. That's well, why they got TJ so much Dillashaw money. TJ Dillashaw actually tried to pull out of two press conferences with Cody Garbrandt, and Dana White said, "If you, you pull out of them, you're not getting the fight." Yeah, exactly. So exactly. he's not even willing to go to a press conference to answer questions about the fight. I mean, I know. Yeah, they hyped it up on the Ultimate Fighter, but they got a set salary for that. He wasn't making any extra cash. He wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't making any extra cash because people were enjoying it. Like, yeah, exactly. he had to. Do, he had to sell it. Yeah. So, a question: Who do you? Th- who is your biggest inspiration? I don't really have one. I've got a few. Like Maybe. I have a few, I have a few guys I look at. Like I look up to. I'm like, yeah. So I've got like close to me is definitely all my coaches. So Brad, Stu, my coach Andy. Brad, I love to hear that. Yeah, all those guys. <laughs> like I look. I, oh, wow, he's probably he's he's actually at my house right now, but um, he's in the other <laughs> room. Um, but like those those are the guys I look up to. Like close, like who are in my close circle. And then I've got like if I'm gonna say big names, um. Not so much I look up to, but I would wouldn't mind being like him, Conor McGregor. Um, who else? Who else? Uh, I don't know. Uh, it's only really my close, the, the close people, like the people I know personally, is the sort of people I aspire to be like. Um, but like Bruce Lee, I look up to him. Muhammad Ali, those sort of guys. Cool. Uh, who do you think's got the best fighting style? In, in, the, in, in the world, in MMA. Well, yeah. Uh, or could you try and replicate with your fighting style? Oh, with my fighting yeah, style, I'll who I'll do I think I? Question. Yeah. Who do you? Who do you try and? Rep- Obviously, you try and make your own sort of style of fighting. Yeah. You want to be yourself. Who yeah. do you think? Who do you watch and then be like, do you know what? Uh, I, I like that. That's yeah. The sort of Roy McDonald. Roy McDonald is my favorite. Is my favorite fighter to watch. Yeah, I love yeah. watching Roy McDonald. I like the way he fights. He doesn't fight to please anyone, but he doesn't fight to please anyone. He fights to get the win. He does yeah. what's necessary to win, and I think that's the sort of fight style I like to do. He's also exciting at the same time, though, so I, I, I like it. He mixes it up well. That's the sort of guy I like to fight like. And he's also hilarious on social media. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, since he's left the UFC, he's fucking... Well, he's the UFC waved. have a strict ban on social media posts don't they they're fucking, yeah. they've done everything but now he's gone to Bellator like he actually trolled the UFC yesterday did you see it no I didn't see it I didn't see um, it they said he, well, something about uh, 
all this shit about an interim title just fucks up a whole weight division. Oh, I've seen Because that. obviously yeah, they're on about uh, trying to bring in another interim title fight in about three different weight divisions. Yeah, I, th- I can see where he's coming from. That, like, interim titles are when... So it's like when you go back to the Nick Diaz-GSP fight, uh, Nick Diaz-Condit fight. Yeah. Um, that was a legit interim title because the champ is out injured. Yeah. So they're seeing who is going to fight for the bout next. Yeah. For an injury. Like, they probably... They probably didn't need to do a belt. They probably could have just done, right, the winner of this gets a title shot. So they're sort of just handing belts out for no reason, I think. Yeah, I think... and it's making but... less of a value as yeah, well. Yeah, exactly. exactly. This, is why, this is why I think people are going more for the money fights than... Uh... Yeah, it's turned into too much of a... Like, it's a business anyway. It was a, like it was just been a business since it started, but it's turning in... So it's sort of like when Floyd Mayweather came into boxing. He turned that into the money era. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's... Uh... It's, the same, it's the same now with MMA. It's that, sort of, that sort of is coming in now. Whereas, like before, like the tournament you're going to, the Grand Prix tournament, before the UFC used to be like that, they used to have Grand Prix tournaments. Yeah. They used to have four, four night fights in one night, and they didn't care whether they were getting five grand or ten grand. Exactly, they were just there They to wanted fight. to prove that they were the baddest yeah. motherfucker going. Exactly, that's, that's, that's <laughs> what it's... George, that, that's what sort of drew me to the sport, that and watching Fadal. But, um... Yeah, see, I started watching it from, uh, Ultimate Fighter 1. Yeah. Is it 1 with Michael yeah. Bisping? Yeah. No, that's, I think that's 2. That's 3. 3, sorry. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, like you said, you see, you see it is what you get, and stuff like that. I said this to Brad. Guys like, like Brad, obviously, he was talking shit. So uh, that's him though. That is him. Yeah. You, meet him. you meet him in the gym. You don't even know him. He's going to talk shit to you. Yeah. Like he'll 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 rip you whether he knows you. Or oh, not, he did so. on the podcast. He called me oh, a fat yeah. shit. Oh yeah. <laughs> he doesn't give a fuck. What the Brad is, what you see is what I think. Everyone in my gym, and that I sort of train with, is train with is what you see is what you get. None of us put an act on. Like what? Like we are all genuine nice guys. Would do like do anything for you. And stuff like that. Like, we're not going to put an act on just for yeah, the sake see, of doing it. People like Biz being Brad and stuff like that. People like... Uh, and obviously, Conor McGregor started. He, he's not fake. That's who he is. He talks that's shit him. because he can back it up and he doesn't like, care. He's not trying... People, people he wasn't trying to follow to, a suit. Yeah. He started the fucking suit. Yeah. People seem to be like, oh, he's just doing that for the cameras. But, like, if you go back to watching him on his first couple of cage voice fights, for fuck's sake, I've watched the Wayans and he's doing the same thing as what he's doing now to them. Yep. So well, even he... that, there's a video on social media of uh, about an eight minute video, and it says, uh, does an introduction and stuff. When he was on Cage Warriors, and he says, Oh, Conor McGregor, and I'm going to be a world champion in the UFC. And so, so he's still talking shit, and he'd only had two pro fights. And yeah. he even told people in Cage Warriors he was going to be a two division world, uh, weight world champion. And he was. And then he said he's going to do it even bigger, and he did. So he's still yeah. talking the shit, but he's still backing it up. Yeah. I think that's the main thing. Like, I've talked shit. Like, I, I don't mind. I'll eat my words happily. Like, if you beat me, fair enough. Like, you beat me, you beat me. Like, and I've talked shit, fair enough. I'm hap- I'll happily take that humble pie straight to the face. But, fucking, you've got, like, uh, you've got to earn it. Do you know what I mean? To, to, to beat someone who fights the way I think I fight, you've got to earn that win. Like, you're going to know you're coming out of it and you know you're going to be in a fight, that's for sure. It's good. Sorry, that was a bit See, random. this is that, why... That, that is... sort of just come out, sorry. <laughs> it's, it's, this is what we want, and this is making good listening. This is what it's, it's what it's for. I think that's why I was asked to do it. Obviously, it's promo for you. You're hyping it up. You're making it better. Obviously, it's going to be on live stream as well. People yeah. can order it on live stream as well. Yeah, 100%. So, uh, so yeah. Make sure, make sure you buy it, guys. Make sure you buy it. It's 
Can we yeah, so, yeah. Uh, where are we going? Hang on a minute. Again, I've got bits Let's of paper. keep it rolling. Let's keep I've, it rolling. Yeah, I've got a few pieces of paper just making notes and stuff, obviously. I was at work last night, and this is blown up in a week. From the podcast that I done with Brad on Saturday, it's, yeah. and then I've done one on, with Colin Fletcher yeah. on Sunday, and my social media and everything's gone mad. Yeah, I can imagine. Especially, <laughs> I, especially with the Brad, with Brad on there and what happened, like that went viral on. <laughs> that was that was all over Facebook, Twitter, everything. Every, yeah. every time I think I went on any social media, but Instagram, it came up. Well, uh, on the app that we're using now, Anchor, uh, you can get applauses so people can like it's like a clap sort of thing. They can say it's a good thing. It's like a like on Facebook or a yeah, heart yeah, on yeah. Twitter. And my uh, likes went from 19, and in 24 hours, it went up to 126. Damn. <laughs> in 24 hours. Climbing now, that ladder, climbing that ladder. Yeah, so obviously it's for, it's for you guys mainly, but also to get me out there as well. Yeah, 100%. We are like, upgrading and stuff as well. So You're helping us, so we'll help you. I think yeah, that's after just the, the best thing. Hopefully, um, uh, if I can make it down there, hopefully I'll get some interviews afterwards. 100 Regardless of pictures and stuff like that. We can get it out there and... Uh, hey, I'll do an interview with you, fuck. I love, I love being on camera and talking. Well, we're upgrading as well. I've yeah. actually got a new co-host of the show as well. We're oh, wicked. Discussing stuff next week. We're upgrading. Hopefully, within the next month, nice we're going to have visual as well. So, oh, you got to nice, do a video nice. link one and stuff. Yeah, so freaking get me on, the, get me on shit there. Shit will be on get YouTube on and stuff as well. So, yeah, I'll wicked. happily have all the guys back up again. Wicked. So, another question. We'll keep these questions rolling. Uh... Like what you're saying about the amateur, uh, like you could fight bums and stuff like that. Do you think the amateur records count when you make the step up to pro? No, not at all. Who do you ever, when do you ever hear of someone's amateur record coming into a pro? Like when you're talking about, let's say, Conor McGregor, when do you ever hear about his amateur record if he ever had one? I don't exactly. Know um, let's look at Dem- Demetrius Johnson. Do you ever hear about his amateur record? Do you- TJ Dillashaw, do you ever hear about his amateur record? The only no one, I... one cares about anyone's amateur record. Like, the only one I've ever heard of uh, was Jack... Nicky Diaz's boxing record. Oh, is it? The only, the only record I've ever heard of in the pro ranks is Jack Shaw. Yeah. Brad just tried talking shit. <laughs> he, co- he comes uh, in because he just come in and he goes, oh, I don't know why he's talking to you. you, you all you do is lose a lot. <laughs> I'm not going to talk shit back to him because if I make it down there, you might have a few words to say to him. Uh, he's a prick. He, he, fuck him. <laughs> I'll let you say that to him. <laughs> he, fuck, he might have different words to me. <laughs> uh, he, uh, he, then I do. I don't cut any weight, so... Uh, oh, I, wish, I, wish I, think, I wish I didn't cut weight. But <laughs> I'm a bit I, bigger than I him. Can't wait till I, I can't wait until I stop fighting and I can get fat. Shit. Well, I had to. I had to stop fighting. So <laughs> I didn't actually have a fight. I uh, I was training for one and uh, almost had a heart attack. So uh, oh shit, yeah, from a weight cut. Yeah, fuck weight cut. That's so, why yeah. we need more. That's why we need more weight categories. But that's enough. That's another day. Yes, yeah, so that's, that's another, another question. Oh, I'll ask you the question that I asked Brad. Do you think there should be like boundaries? Uh, obviously, the UFC are trying to introduce them of how much weight you can actually cut because people like Anderson Silva used to walk around at. 225 and then fight at 180. Yeah. And that's a ridiculous amount to cut. Mind and then you, obviously so he used to Brad. sit on an ivy. Yeah, he told me that as well. Brad was walking around at like 210, 215. Probably, I think at one point it might have been even 220. And he was cutting down. So, 
But, I think he just liked being the, being being a bit chunky, keeping warm oh, yeah, for the winter and stuff. He's when he was at, look at him at eighty four. He's a right fat cunt. Look at him. He's a, <laughs> looks like a right fat turd, doesn't he? He's got like a plodgy belly, no abs. I'm not going to say yes or agree to that. In case now he's actually got a little bit of abs. He's got stick legs, but he's got abs. So it's all right. Right. For now, we cut it short. Yeah. Call it a day. I've got kids pestering me. <laughs> something or other so no worries good talking to you yeah you too mate you too thank you for having me on if you want to put wicked. your Instagram if you want to shout out your Instagram and all this and the other uh, do it now yeah um, go uh, anyone who's listening everyone uh, go follow me on Instagram Jack Eglin MMA Twitter Jack Eglin MMA um, uh, I just want to quickly shout out all my sponsors so Evolution Fightwear that's my newest sponsor they're really good uh, training shorts t-shirts everything like Really good quality stuff. Bad Boy Supplements for helping me out with all my supplements and all that sort of stuff. The the best quality brand I've ever used in my life. He does all his own stuff as well, which is amazing. Uh, iFixer, who helps whenever I break my phone, which is pretty much every <laughs> every week because I drop it all the time. Um, he always sorts me out. Super nice guy. Make sure you check him out. Uh, sh- both, both Bad Boy and iFixer are in the same shop in Chippenham, so make sure you get over there. My team... Dragons Lair MMA and my team out in America, the MMA Lab, uh, for helping me with this camp, uh, best camp I've ever had. So, and all the guys out there, too many to name. Thank all them guys as well. And obviously, good luck in the tournament. Thank hopefully you. I make it down there. Yeah, hopefully see you down there. Catch up there. So hopefully, yeah, we'll have, we'll have, have a point after. And stuff. Yeah, we'll have yeah. a point after. Good lad. No worries, right. mate. Thank you for I'll having me on. I'll speak to you soon. Yeah. Everyone, check speak- out my uh, in- uh, my Twitter as well, Monstars Ten. Let's have it. Yeah. Cheers, Cheers, mate. mate. No worries. Sound. Have a nice day.